Welcome back to the Worldwide Friends podcast. It's been a while. Uh, this is Meredith and I'm here in New Zealand about to have a chat with uh, one of our previous guests on the pod, uh, the one and only Tim Bryant. So Tim is in Spain and we are catching up with him in the middle of a global pandemic of COVID-19. So I thought it would be a good opportunity to get in touch with some of our friends across the globe, see what things are like for them in the country that they're in. So this uh, episode we have a chat with Tim about a experience at his local supermarket and uh, have a chat about what he's reading and what he's watching on TV and just generally how he's getting on. Tim's currently in lockdown in Spain so it's quite interesting to hear how he's coping over there. So enjoy this episode with Tim. Hello Meredith, yes I'm doing well, thanks for the call uh, to me here in lockdown Spain. You're in lockdown, Spain. So whereabouts in Spain are you exactly? Yeah, I'm in Elche. It's just inland from Alicante on the popular tourist coast in the community of Valencia, two hours south of Valencia. Uh, not quite as popular touristically as the coast, but a nice, quiet little city. Uh, we haven't been hit quite as hard as other areas in Spain by the virus yet, but we're, yeah, we're quarantined. I'm in quarantine. So you're you're in quarantine or you're in lockdown? Is there a difference? That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's let's get into that. Let's go there and 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 figure that out. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. Yeah. What do you think? What what would be the well, difference? My my thoughts on that is if somebody is quarantined, if they are either suspected to be exposed to the virus or they have it. Whereas lockdown is imposed by local authorities or, uh, you know, federal authorities to make people stay at home to stop the spread. Yeah, so we're not in formal quarantine, but we're in semi-official quarantine where you self-isolate. <laughs> self-isolation, that's it. Yeah. But it's it's a pretty good one here, which I think is the way of the future. That you can only go out to buy basic necessities. Uh, food, medicines, walking the dog is okay. Right. Uh, for short walks, not for long walks. Anything else, no, the police want you off the streets. So are they enforcing that? Like, is, there a, is there a huge police presence where you are? Yes, the police are coming around, they are patrolling, and if you're caught on the streets for no reason, yes, you will be cited. They are fining people. They are not arresting people so much because that would be uh, contrary to the idea. But yeah, they they are enforcing. Wow! So it's really has encouraged people to stay indoors and do as if they've been asked. Really, hasn't it? For the sounds of it. Yeah. Businesses yeah. Are closed, apart from some essential businesses. Uh, but yeah, we we're in. We're looking at a bad week, really. I mean, we're still in the exponential growth phase. So how long has, has the lockdown been in, in play? Yeah, good question. It began, I remember last Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was the start of it. Uh, it had already been leaks that it was going to happen and people were starting to get off the streets, but it officially went into play on Saturday for Sunday. That was the, they were the first signs of enforcement. So, yeah, we're in about day five now. 
Yeah, so it's coming up to one week. So I'm interested to find out what you've been doing. Because are you? What's your what's your living situation? You're living on your own in an apartment, is that right? Yeah, that's right. And this was my dream to live alone in Spain. So <laughs> it's almost like too much of my dream came true because I had all of these visitors before, and I was like, can't they just leave? And then I'll. <laughs> but that's happened. But yeah, not in just the circumstances in some way. So do you think that, do you feel like even that this is your preferred way of living, but now it's actually enforced on you, do you feel differently? Or do you feel like, okay, I'm all right with that, actually. It's it's good. It's what I wanted. Yeah, that's the question. Um, this is my preferred way of living, and it was great in November and until Christmas when I had all this wave of visitors and I was socializing a lot more. And then I thought I'd rather just, you know, have go back to that. But uh, yeah, well, it's, it's not quite as much fun now that it's enforced and it's a little bit tense going to the supermarket and stuff. But yeah, you know, it's up and down. We try and see the positives. Occasionally I get a wave of anxiety where I think oh, this, this might be my last abode. But at other times, no, it's fine. I'm watching my games, I'm studying online, I'm enjoying it at the same time. It's kind of a bit of both. A lot of Ivy League colleges in America, maybe some in the UK, but the ones I'm looking at in America have opened up a lot of online courses for free. So I've started, I've enrolled on a, a Columbia University course on civil war and reconstruction in America with a really good professor. So, wow, to... that's great. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I guess it just made me realize I don't really want to binge out on Netflix. I mean, they encourage yeah. you to I want to do a bit of that, but I need something yeah. more as well. So um, you... why are you in Spain? That's my question. Yeah. Um, I just think it's the best country in Europe to be in. The weather, the economy, uh, the people. Uh, so I, I was in Portugal before this and Brazil. I'm, yeah, you know, I'm one of these English teachers that moves around the world. So I was in New Zealand, I was in Brazil. But, I, you know, I hit 40 and decided I wanted to settle down. Tried Portugal. It wasn't quite to my liking, just partly the job. So I moved to Spain, partly the Brexit as well. I wanted to get somewhere solid. And that was all going very well until this latest crisis. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in it for the long haul in Spain. I'm trying to get my residency locked down. Right. Okay, cool. So um, you mentioned that you're an English teacher and um, is that teaching English as a second language? Is that correct? Yeah, teaching yeah. as a second language I've been doing for a long time now, about 14, 15 years. I think I've got to move it online now because all these yeah. classes and also, yeah, I need it. Looking for a second string of my bow, I love podcasting, listening to podcasts, so this is a nice little opportunity for me. Yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. I just want to um, ask you how you're, because one of the things I'm quite interested in finding out from people is what is sort of happening to their, you know, their line of work, their career, their businesses um, during this time. So you mentioned you're a teacher and everything's going online, is it now? So you are able to work from home still? Yes and no. I think some of our students haven't really realised that it's not going to be two weeks or a month. Like we're going to be locked down for a little bit longer. So I'm moving a couple of classes online. I hope to move some more online. And then, yeah, I think we have to think about how we're going to move our whole economy online. We're all going to be in lockdown for quite some time. Yeah, so how long do you think that's going to be? 
Have that, has anyone said anything about giving you an idea of how long? No, that's a really thing that's really up in the air. So yeah. initially it's 15 days, but I've been reading everywhere. That's, that's no, not going to do the trick. Like it's definitely going to be another two weeks after that. So we're looking yeah. at 30 days. And then after that, you know, I've got a trip scheduled after that, but I'm not that confident it's going to happen. Yeah, it's quite uncertain times, isn't it? It's kind of no one really knows what's what's happening or what's going to... Because here in New Zealand, we're not on lockdown yeah, yet. So that's kind not. of being... We just closed our borders a couple of days ago. So only New Zealand citizens and um, permanent residents and their families can come in. So prior to that, a few days before the government had announced that... Um, they were the borders were still open, but anybody coming into New Zealand had to self isolate for 14 days. Uh, but people weren't doing that quite clearly and were still going on with their travels and traveling around New Zealand. So they've closed our borders now, which I'm quite pleased about because I kind of feel like that makes it feel a little bit safer from my yeah, perspective. Small island, small um, You've got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm quite thankful for our government because they've been very open about what's going on and they've been doing daily updates of, um, you know, how many cases we've got from the Ministry of Health and things like that. So I kind of feel like, um, yeah, they've been quite open and transparent about what's going on. Yeah, so they are they are ramping up the testing now here. So they are, you know, providing more people who need it with, with the testing. So that's why we've seen like a massive increase in... Um, in cases in the last few days, but also because a lot of Kiwis are coming home now because they're sort of saying, you know, come home while you can if you're yeah. abroad traveling. Yeah. So we're quite, I guess it's it, it's quite, even though the world around, like, you know, globally, we're experiencing the same thing, you know, like the same virus, this is the, the same cause, but the effect in a lot of different countries is is quite different, you know, in, in terms of how people are experiencing it on a daily basis. And, you know, our supermarkets are still open, although they did yesterday, one of the major supermarkets here, Countdown, put said that they were putting a limit on um, two items of this sort of similar, similar thing per person. So you can't buy any more than two per person. So, because people are just panic buying. Are people yeah, panic buying where you are thing. when you go to the supermarket? Not so much. Not so much. But, uh, yeah, I mean, going to the supermarket is obviously a big part of my life here. And I live 400 metres from two fantastic supermarkets. But I had an absolutely terrifying experience yesterday, which I think I need to talk about. Yes, yeah, so this is the intense experience that you alluded to in your previous message to me that <laughs> needed to go straight on the pod. Is that right? This is the thing that, yeah, absolutely. All right, go. Tell this, me, what was like, it? This brought it all into focus for me because I okay. went to the supermarket and it was closed. Oh. What? Like, was this open, during their normal opening hours? Yeah, and both of them were closed. There are two fantastic supermarkets here that I think that's some of the best supermarkets I've been to in my life. Both of them were closed. And it was just that feeling. It really brought it home to me. You know, what am I going to do? I have, I do have quite a lot of food. I have two weeks worth of food here now that I pre-stocked. But I've been looking out the window from my balcony and seeing oh. the supermarket, like a lack of traffic. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe just people calm down. Then I went yeah. there, locked down, and I was like, okay, maybe like we're going into the death spike. Like you know, like so many people are getting this thing, they just want to lock it all down. Thinking maybe I should have got that flight home a week ago. Maybe I'm going to die here. Maybe that's what I've decided to do. 
yeah, that was a scary moment. But I'm happy to say it was a false alarm because I went to a local store just next to it, like one and a half blocks up. And they were open and they explained it to me that, no, it's a national holiday. How would I have known? In lockdown. Uh-huh. No, it's the regional, uh-huh. not a national holiday, regional holiday. <laughs> so, yeah. So they were actually just having a day off. Yeah. That's what it was about. There many people get in Spain, especially in the different regions. I've lived in Madrid and in Valencia, yeah. you have different holidays. So when I was here before, you wouldn't have had this day off. So, yeah, it's the St. Joseph's Day. Oh, so, right. Okay. So, so service did resume today. I could see it from my balcony with my uh, field glasses that it was all still was back in play. So your, your, your thoughts went there quite quickly, didn't they? From supermarket shut to I might die. How did you get there? Yeah. You got there quite quickly. Yeah, in in this kind of epidemic, you're, you're going there more often yeah. than you want to. Maybe yeah. my best, best days are behind me and I have to accept that. They were great. And you know, I've got to live. I've got to live with this. I made my choice. So, how did you get yourself out of that place? So now I came home, and when I went to this little shop, and then I felt much reassured by that. I'm like, why are there yeah. two like 19 year old girls who are still like laughing, relaxed? Maybe they're like Good. in the low demographic where they feel they have no fear of getting it, so they're just going to keep on serving like the millennials on the beaches, still partying. But uh, no, then I thought, no, something's not. I'm not getting here. So I went online walking home and then yeah i realized it's a holiday in in alicante it's a holiday here. not in madrid not in the rest of spain it was fine in the end but yeah i, I don't know maybe that's a precursor of things to come so i have to sort of wrestle with that a little bit yeah i think it's i think it's quite everything's quite unknown for everyone so i think we just have to try and stay stay in a place that makes us not feel anxious whatever that looks like yeah. for everybody. That is another thing I wanted to ask you about. You told me that you've listened to over 500 podcasts in the last few months. So that's that's a lot of podcasts and that's a lot of listening time. So how how many hours do you reckon that is worth of listening? Yeah, I mean, I log a lot of hours per day. Do. I'd say that's a big part of my life. and Because uh, I'm interested in podcasting in the future and this is great that we're doing this now. It's a real pleasure. Uh, but yeah, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Seems what are you listening to? Well, yeah, I started off with the sports ones, but that, that led me in a lot of directions. A lot of history podcasts, American History Tellers by Lindsey Graham, it's incredible. Uh, Wicked Game, American Elections. He also makes uh, sports podcasts, but also self-help podcasts. And uh, yeah, it's just addictive, isn't it? I mean, it really is. Greatest medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and you, you're effectively, uh, you know, potentially listening to somebody in their lounge, having a chat with somebody else about stuff. And it's great. It's cool. Yeah. Now we have the mass. We're not allowed to go to work. We're not allowed to go out. So as yeah. people that already love this stuff, this is not bad. We can do it's, this. It's really not. It's, it's good. So would you recommend, so you've recommended a couple of podcasts there. Um, any absolute favorites well yeah i think uh, me and paul love the the pod save podcast pod save the world uh, pod, pod save, save america, america. Yeah. yeah yeah i think really state-of-the-art podcasts uh, he also listens to um commode and mayo's um film review weekly um so he yeah, is a massive fan of that good. and i've listened to segments of it and he's actually been they've read out two of his emails He's emailed them yeah. twice. And they, they've, yeah. I caught so. them by accident. 
that was a weird experience. You heard that yeah. by accident. So you were listening and then all of a sudden they were like, oh, and Paul Dyer from New Zealand. Yeah. I think he's a really big fan. He's a huge fan. It's a good podcast. I think there are more cutting edge ones. I think they their format is longer, they're older, but still it's great. It's gold. It's like the Old Testament of podcasts. But I think there's... <laughs> better. I mean, maybe there's a gap in the market because they don't really do Netflix. There needs to be a Netflix book on that level. Netflix review it. podcast. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are ah, some, but nothing yeah. to that quality. But no, I think there are a lot of women podcasts that come through who are amazing. Like, uh, I really like the Mina Kimes podcast and also some of the daily podcasts. I think the New York Times were the first to do it. New York Times Daily, Michael Barbaro is just brilliant. Just he talks on the phone to different journalists and that idea of a daily update. Yeah, I think there's room for us too. So um, I'm 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 looking for other other con- other. I was gonna say contestants, <laughs> not contestants. What is this? The Hunter Games? <laughs> yeah. uh, other people like yourself yeah. who are in different countries um, yeah, and just, just chatting to them. So we've talked about what you're watching we've talked about what you're listening to and um you're reading anything at the moment you're reading any books yeah i mean i kind of hit an oversaturation point on the kindle like i got a kindle maybe last year the end of last year and it was brilliant and i was loving it and i've increased my reading speed definitely twice on kindle i love kindles i was against kindles for years and years years. why were you against kindles i don't know yeah i was one of these old school people ah paper paper yeah yeah I take it all back. I don't have the facilities to, to buy books. Probably I left some books in your house. I've left yeah, books in James's. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally I bought a Kindle or my girlfriend bought it for me actually. And yeah, it's just going much faster. But I've got too many books on the go. I'm trying to read one after another. Yeah, this is, I've, I feel the pressure of a, of a, a book list. That this is the first year that I've I've made a book list, and it's mostly because I've been listening to podcasts and they recommend books. I'm like, hey, that sounds great. I'll put it on the list, and I've actually got two of the books from the list. Like I've never done this before. It's a new thing for me. You know, I read books ad hoc if someone gives them to me, but this is the first time I've ever actually gone, okay, these are the ones I want to read. Okay, let's get some, and I've started one of them so far. And but I'm kind of feeling the pressure of of that I've put myself under that there's all these books that I want to read. So I'm just going to chill out and let it happen, you know, just naturally organically. But yeah, I, I hear you about the, the, the whole technology Kindle thing, because I was a bit like that with Uber for a long time. Everyone was catching Ubers. Everyone was loving the Uber, the Uber's the way forward. They said, you know, Mm -hmm. and I was like, nah, I can't do it. I, I can't, I just don't feel like, comfortable with downloading an app on my phone to order a, a taxi or a ride from someone I don't know and um yeah I was against it for a long time and then one time I was in a position where I was like I think I need to get an uber and so I got an uber and I loved it and so now if I need I don't often need to I'm not in a position where I need to get one but if I am it's the uber I love it and then also the other thing we've been doing is riding scooters electric scooters so along the waterfront in wellington they're bringing them in here but i'm sure it's more advanced in new zealand you guys are hot on the green technology yeah yeah we've had them for a while now and um again it was like another thing that i was like i don't want to ride a scooter what are the rules i don't know 
I don't want to be breaking anything. I don't want to be like smashing into someone on the footpath. But uh, Paul and I, you know, mm. it's, it's, it's possible. Those things go quite fast, like mm. nearly 20K mm. an hour. That's quite quick. So, uh, but one time me and Paul went down there and we got the apps out, got on the scooters and it was just awesome. So now it's all about the, it's all about the scooter. That's what. And, you know, here in lockdown, yeah. like, they, they have like some options like uh, Glovo and Uber Eats. I mean, these yeah. things are becoming much when you cannot leave the house or you should not leave the house for your own health. That's right. Yeah. So it's just a, it's actually on Uber Eats. Last night when Paul got home, he's we've both been feeling a bit a bit sick, but under the weather for the last couple of weeks, and he was pretty tired. Is it, is it the small sea or the medium yeah, sea? Yeah, it it's the small sea. We've we looked up the symptoms online. You know how there's like a chart of like cold, flu, and corona, and it's, it lists all the symptoms and what you can expect from each. Yeah. Maybe and, New Zealand is fine because the contagion is really low, but here in Spain and in America. Like a lot of people have been getting very low symptoms, just the, yeah. the feeling of a that that could be it. But no, not in New Zealand. Yeah. You're fine. You sound very, you sound very, <laughs> sound healthy. Well, we've had such, we've only had 39 cases so far, and all of them have been linked to overseas travel. So there's there's not been any evidence of community infection so far. So um, and I started, I've actually had this for two weeks now, and so it's yeah. It's very it's unlikely so. that it's coronavirus, uh, but I have been. I haven't been completely self-isolating, but I've done very little in the community. I've gone to the supermarket like twice, and I've dropped my my son off at at kindy, and that's about it really. I haven't really done a lot else, but um, so that's you know that's okay. But uh, yeah, we looked up the symptoms this morning, and Paul's like, yeah, I think we've got a cold. Last so. week I had a terrible cold, like slash semi flu. And like looking at some of the videos, you know, I, I locked down in Spain. I watched some of the videos of what people have had. You know, some of the goalkeepers talked about it. And then the Idris Elba. Yeah, you're a fan of him. Yeah, yes, yes, we are a big fan. What they've talked about is is uh, quite similar to what I've had. So I think in New Zealand, yeah, you're fine. You're good. But here, yeah, it'd be great when they roll out the big tests. That's what they're hoping yeah. to do. Yeah. Okay. And then you can see if you've had it or not, if you have the antibodies or the immunity, because there's a lot yeah. of very, very light cases, clearly. Yeah, that's it. Like, So you haven't got sort of like widespread testing at the moment. What What's the deal if you, if you, because here, I think as mentioned before, you can, you know, if you have come in contact with somebody who's a confirmed case or travel overseas and you've got symptoms, then you can request a test. But what what are they doing there? What are they doing in Spain? Yeah, I think if if you think that you have it, I'm not sure actually. That's a good question. It seems to change by the day, but they would like to ultimately track and trace, but they're not maybe in a position to do it. I know in the UK they're they're changing the strategy on that. So these are big questions about the yeah COVID nineteen. So the, the thing is, in New Zealand, it's getting into winter, so autumn has has kicked in, so it's getting colder. So yeah, there's not going to be any yeah. beach visits. Um, the thing is, as well, a lot of things have actually been cancelled here. So the government have now um, banned gatherings of over 100 people or more. So a lot of, like, sports stuff. Like, I was supposed to be at a netball tournament today. That that was cancelled. And a lot of, um, you know, any sort of gathering. All our Anzac Day uh, dawn services and remembrance services, they've all been cancelled too. So that's quite a um, – they normally have so one down on the beach. Well, yeah. Across North America, across Europe, everything is pretty much cancelled. Life is on hold. Uh, 
I think that's the right response, really. I don't think that's the wrong response. We've just got to lock it down for a while. And I yeah, think the New Zealand uh, population is especially well suited to just the quarantine, the level of social responsibility as evinced by your premier there is just amazing. I think people would do it. The worry in America, places like that, where people are not responding to quarantine that well, even uh, in Italy sometimes, or Madrid, you see people going out onto the streets. I think that's yeah. a worry. But yeah. Yeah, what do, you, what do you think it is in human nature that makes somebody not adhere to advice like that? Yeah, did you see those course? videos of spring breakers in Florida? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's bizarre, it's, isn't it? Like, yeah, that was ridiculous. I mean, they looked about 15. Was, yeah. Uh, they were just saying, no, we're not going to let this ruin our time. And uh, they, they have no sense of fear that it could infect their demographic, but I think it really is they're saying it can affect anyone over 20. So Yeah. yeah. yeah I think maybe more needed in the UK, they're starting to look at that, like serious measures to control the population, but they try to bring in slowly. Here and in Italy, we've had to do it by necessity. So, yeah, I think just total lockdown. I mean, I need to think about going out once a week and no more, even though I could go out more than that. Just social isolation, but yeah. Yeah. It's opened the world up. It's, it's you know, it, everyone's using the word unprecedented, so we haven't sort of heard it, had, had this happen before. No one really knows what to do with it. But I think we are in a, in a fortunate position to um, be going through this now with the technology that we have because we are able to um, still connect, you know, from our homes. Uh, imagine what it was like 100 years ago. One of the morals of the lockdown files, go to Wellington. The contagion level is low. The, <laughs> the lockdown is not really happening yet. So it's all good in uh, Wellington. Yeah, I hope to get this soon once we open the borders. But uh, Yeah. Well, that that's just the thing. Like the, the events, are, everything's closed. Everything's shut down now. So none, none of the cool events that were all, are all planned for this kind of time of year are going ahead anymore. So that's a bit sad. Yeah, we so we, I mean, we are in the very early stages. Buy food, you can survive. I think that brings it into context. And if you've got like internet and great friends like you, yeah, podcast, everything, anything is survivable. That's right. Yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that. And at the moment, you know, we we can still, you know, the kids can still go down to the playground down the road and stuff like that. So we are in the very early stages of it here in New Zealand. And I don't know what it's going to look like in the next couple of months and how long they're going to have to shut the borders for and what that does to the economy and all that sort of thing. But, um, you know, it's just taking it one day at a time, really. You can't just overthink it too much, I think, because otherwise you're just going to put yourself into a spin. So, yeah, just look at look at what you have and look at what's good for today. That's what I reckon. Exactly. Yeah, I've got a great yeah. view here. It's all closed, but it's a very, very nice place, and this, this is where I wanted to be. So, write yeah. it out. Write That's it good. Out. Write it out. Write out the storm. The hundred year storm. Yeah, this might yeah. be it, right? Nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Pandemic. Yeah. Now twenty. It's the hundred year storm. It's hundred percent, Utah. <laughs> Bring it. <laughs> I've been very glad to talk to you and find out what it's like in Spain and how you're handling it and what you're doing. So yeah, thank you, Tim. And I will. Um, I'm, I'm wondering whether maybe we check back in with you in a in a, in a week or two, see what you're yeah. up to. Right. Cool. Okay, Tim. Should we wrap it up? I think that's yeah. Yeah. Good. No, that's good. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time.